0: Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio.
1: Now let's join Holly Steffi and Red Velvet Media as we explore the inspirational worlds of music, media, and more.
2: Voyez près des étangs, ces grands roseaux mouillés, voyez ces oies de blanc et ces maisons rouillées, la mer et a percé, le nom des golfes clairs et d'une chanson d'amour la mer a bercé mon cœur pour la
1: vie de
2: la mer qu'on va danser le nom des golfes clairs À ah, des reflets d'argent,
1: la mer, des reflets
2: changeants d'un pluie. La mer, au ciel d'été, confond ses blancs moutons avec les anges si purs. La mer, bergère d'azur. les étangs, les grands roseaux
1: mouillés,
2: vous voyez, blancs, et ces médecins mouillés, et ces ah.
3: was a great song. Welcome to Red Velvet Media, Blog Talk Radio, and today's show is really special. I am doing, this is a pre-recorded show, so we will not be able to have call-ins or there will not be a chat room, but this is such a special show, I have the privilege to have Juliet Kalyan, founder of Monaco's Top Lifestyle Magazine, and Oh, a long list of so many other things that she's done and, and she's doing, and I'm so happy to have her with us today. I'm going to bring her into the studio right now. We're going live, so are you there, Julia? I
0: am, and it's my great privilege to be on your show, Holly. Thank you so much.
3: Uh, I'm so happy you're here, and I found that great song you wanted to open up with. That's awesome. I love that song. Beautiful song. I love that song. It's just so French.
0: It's Beautiful and Charles Trenet was one of the great composers of his day.
3: I know. I have I have so much of his music, and it's funny. I did not know that was the original song that Frank Sinatra did too. So it's amazing! That's such a great amazing. song. Love it, um, Juliet. You are the founder of Monaco's Top Lifestyle Magazine. Besides that, Cardon Bleu Chef, a consultant. You do have your own marketing promoter of high-quality wines, and I know that you do the largest and oldest wine festival for South Africa and the most prestigious wine show, I should probably say, with, um, and you are also the editor and founder of Monte Carlo, the art and taste, uh, magazine, showcasing Monte Carlo's art, fashion, jewelry, lifestyle. We are so happy to have you here today, um, why don't we talk a little bit about your background and how you got into this and living in such an amazing place. Monaco is beautiful. Love it's it there. It's a beautiful place.
0: You know, it's it's, mm-hmm. it's terribly small. It's one and a half or two and a half mm-hmm. kilometers long.
1: And mm-hmm. um,
0: it's right on the port with huge mountains behind. And mm-hmm. we've got a castle. We've got Prince Albert and his wife, Charlene. Mm-hmm who is is actually of South African origin, and they mm-hmm. have just recently had twins. So that's very, very sweet. And um, mm-hmm. it's an active, active place. We've got the Monte Carlo Rolex t- uh, tennis. We've got the greatest yacht show in the world, the Grand Prix, of course, everybody knows. There's show jumping, and every week there's something more exciting happening. Lots of the... The um, top film stars and and show performers are there, and I think at the moment uh, during summer we're going to have Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga, who are also yeah, in New yeah, York. I so that. that's fun.
3: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No. And I have been to Monaco, and it's beautiful. And just, I can't tell you how clean the city is. That's what was amazing to me. It's just so clean and so pristine, and. Sparkling and beautiful, and and there's so much to do there. Um, tell me about your magazine and and how you focus on all the different things and all the. Oh, I hear little horns in the background. Yes, cool. I'm on the golf course, yeah.
0: but I don't know what's happening. Um, I don't know what's happening downstairs, so bear with me. Um, <laughs> That's the magazine awesome. has been a fun thing to arrange. It's essentially sent out to some of the wealthiest families around the world. And whilst it's called Monte Carlo, the art of taste, we feature mm-hmm. lifestyle and luxury from around the world. And um, I have featured a lot of people that work and live in Monaco. But the aim mm-hmm. is really about beauty and elegance, just in a subtle um sophisticated way, and trying to reach into people's hearts. You know, sometimes you find that the greatest artists or chefs aren't actually the ones that have the money and ability to promote themselves. So it's lovely Mm -hmm. to to do that for them. And um, we've been very successful in that we've been able to send the magazine around the world, and it's taken when Monaco goes to promote its principality, to countries around the world, they take the magazine.
3: So that is a fun thing that's happened for us. Oh, I can imagine. And I wanted to ask you, how did you find, what what prompted you to create this magazine? I can only imagine because of all the amazing things happening there all the time. Yes, I think it was exactly that. I, felt, I feel so
0: privileged to live in Monaco. Um, it gives me joy every single day to wake up and look at the sea in front of me Mm -hmm. and behind us we have a huge mountain with a whole little village going on so every day you you see the French locals you see them going to school and and the dogs and the the villagers living a real life and um, Mm -hmm. Monaco is all about fashion and glamour and and great events but it's also about people that have souls and beauty and that are mm-hmm. driven and have exciting lifestyles and that are offering a lot to people that visit
3: there's always what struck me so much when i when i got there what was the art and and how everybody really does dress and has like their own style. So I think that the magazine itself can you, you focus on a lot of that. And I know there's a, quite a, a lot of artists that um there's a lot of art galleries and a lot of art that comes to Monaco. Do you cover that?
0: Yeah. We
3: we we love to do the art. We love to feature
0: what's on and what's coming up. Um some of the personalities when you say they dress up, I see people in the supermarket wearing fur coats now in in um, in America <laughs> wow. you would never wear a fur coat but if you go to milano or, or to paris or monaco uh-huh. people wear fur coats all the time and it's not even that cold but it's just glamorous. And Monaco have a rule that you have to wear a seatbelt everywhere in France, but when you get to Monaco, you don't have to put the seatbelt on because the seatbelt might cut into your fur coat. Oh, how funny. Uh,
3: That's so good. (laughs) Yeah, let's try to get that passed here in the States because, oh, my goodness, wearing a (laughs) (laughs) seatbelt for me, it's like I have to remind myself, put that seatbelt on. Because it's like yeah. they're looking to write those tickets, you know.
0: Exactly.
3: Um, that's amazing, you know. And I have to say, I have been there um, quite a few times, and also in the south of France. And it's just such a different lifestyle, and it's it's actually very humbling because you get to see a lot of things that are real. That are real. I mean, and you could get to see them up close, and and you get to see the glamour, and you get to see the the intention behind everything. Um, I wanted to ask you, Juliet, where are you originally from and how did you come to live in Monaco? I am originally from South Africa in Johannesburg.
0: Mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. I grew up there and I started the wine festival, Juliet Kalinin Standard Bank Wine Festival, which I've run now for 25 years. And the aim Amazing. of the festival was to promote the very finest wines in the country. And mm-hmm. um, I, loved, I loved doing that, but I have two children, and when my youngest son came to me at nine years old, and he said, Mom, I'm leaving Johannesburg, I'm leaving South Africa, I'm going to go and live in Britain and pay cricket for Great Britain. Uh. And um, <laughs> I thought to myself, this is not going to happen, and he said to me, I found mm-hmm. a school, I've got the prospectus, and I've got an interview. Anyway, wow. he has since, at nine years old, he left home, which broke my heart, but he went mm-hmm. to live in England and play cricket, and it was really then that I thought, I have to follow to, to help him, and I didn't want to go to Great Britain, I'd I worked there um, in wine previously, but I wanted to go to Monaco, and it gave me the opportunity to, to live there, to have um, a Monaco residence, which gives me an opportunity to have a Schengen visa to visit anywhere in Europe and it was just a great lifestyle and I arrived and of course it's a difficult place to bring any other wines into because Mm -hmm. it's very French very Italian as well but the French are not going to drink anybody else's wine um mm-hmm. so yes, there are one or two South African wines on the wine list, but essentially there there are very few wines um uh, South African wines. So I looked at other opportunities. What could I do and I saw the beauty of Monaco, and I thought this is a beautiful it's it's just an unpainted canvas ready for for promoting. So that's when I decided doing the mag- to do the magazine. And we launched it um, several years ago during the Grand Prix in one of the most prestigious hotels called the Hotel de Paris, which is mm-hmm. in Casino Square. I and know where that is. yeah. Ter- it was terribly exciting. We had the, mm-hmm. the, the racing cars racing beneath us. We had to keep shutting the doors because we couldn't hear ourselves think. Yeah. And we had jackets. Jackie Stewart, Sir Jackie Stewart, came to our launch and gave a presentation and talked and he was magnificent and Tracy Stern had her magnificent tea um, yes, uh, company yes. at the time and she flew over and she did a presentation of teas and people just loved it.
3: Mhm. And Tracy is is how you and I came to meet and We are looking right now, Tracy and I and Juliet and a few other people, to create, to expand on what you're doing as far as the um, beauty and the art and the taste and everything. And what we, we aim to do is to bring this globally to everywhere in the world and try to create events for everyone that everyone can get involved in and with your background and with Tracy's tea, and then my background and a few of the other people that we're going to be working with, I think that we have a good thing going here. I think it's going to be amazing, yeah, yes,
0: you know when when all that the energy of of um well, I'm working with all of you who are so dynamic mm-hmm. when you bring that energy together it's infectious mm-hmm. so we've come up with so many ideas and it's just fun it's and it's it's a game it becomes a game it's not hard work it's not stressful it's just let's make it happen and that's it's fun that's great fun
3: yes mm-hmm. i love it you know i mean it sounds like you know to a lot of people that really want to learn about different cultures and also be exposed to different things around the world and be able to know more about it and have the knowledge. I think this is a perfect idea and I think th- that the whole foundation that that Tracy's developing which is the um Salon Arts um society I think or it's going to be Salon Arts uh, social and we're going to do these social events everywhere and I'm really looking forward to coming to Europe and being there and seeing your festival, I, I'm super excited because I love going to Europe. And um, oh, it's
0: going to it's going to be wonderful. And uh, we look forward yeah. to welcoming people <clears throat> to Monaco because mm-hmm. I think we've got um, we've got fun things to do. And uh, that we we Tracy's introduced me to Consuelo, who wants to go and sing. And then mm-hmm. um, there are people that want to have their uh, their artwork or, or their talents promoted in Mm -hmm. Monaco, and vice versa and i think it's a it's a great intercontinent
3: tie-up oh it is now i know that you're a cordon blue chef let's talk about that a little bit because i love food and um i'd love to hear about that how did you get into being a cordon blue chef that's amazing
0: Well, in fact, it sounds better than it is. I don't think my husband thinks I'm the best cook in the whole world, but I love food. And it was just an opportunity when I was quite young. I'd lived in England, and I wanted to go Mm -hmm. back to work in England. And so I did the course at that stage, and I cooked for people. And I suppose the only one that was really significant was I cooked for Tina Turner for her 50th birthday and it was a grand event and she arrived and everybody looked so stylish and sophisticated it was such fun um and i think that it, it, it was really a passport at the time to be able to live and work in england and to create a lifestyle or to create money that came in to allow me to to live in the country that i admired so much and um, i was I was in my twenties, and it was fun to be in London. Things were happening, but I must say, having been in New York last week, I simply love being in america um, at the moment i 'm in Washington, and it reminds me so much of my youth, such big spaces and trees and uh-huh. countryside and and we 're staying at the um the uh congressman country club and it 's it's just how I remember my youth, you know, b- beautiful ballrooms and,
3: mm-hmm. and lovely
0: space, and I'm enjoying it so much. I'm enjoying America and the, the energy and the, the activity of people and the drive here yeah, so much. It's, it's dynamic.
3: I mean, you just came from New York, so you spent some time there with yeah. Tracy, and then yeah. you were in New York, and you were able to spend a little bit of time there. What did you do while you were in New York?
0: Oh, well, we went to so many of the exhibitions I went to the new Whitney exhibition and they've mm-hmm. opened their new um their their new museum and it's magnificent it's got beautiful, beautiful views and we went oh, to yeah. the Museum of art and art and i I literally every day i um I would wake up very early in the morning and usually when I wake up at four o'clock in the morning uh, there's very little to do but here it was great i put on my sneakers and I got onto the streets and I'd walk to the Chrysler Building or Empire State or down to the ferries or whatever I wanted to see that day. So it was extremely ex- exciting just to see and feel and be in the vibe of, of of the event. We were staying in the Bryant Park Hotel, and so across mm-hmm. the road was the Bryant Park, um, uh, the park, and one evening I looked out and in the park people were gathering. They had picnics and picnic blankets and it was the first mm-hmm. night of the fest- the film festival. And it was just exciting to see how people live in and the things that they choose to do. There's a wealth of, of invitations daily for people to, to enjoy and that was exciting for me.
3: Oh, I bet. And, you know, New York is just, so got so much art right now and so many different things going on and i know that your time there now how long before you go back home you're going back home is it monday i'm unfortunately going back tomorrow but Mm -hmm. um i will be
0: coming back in september because uh, tracy is setting up something uh, an event Mm -hmm. with christophe so that is exciting, and then I am um, I'm planning on doing something at the Chefs Club, which is a magnificent mm-hmm. hotel, um, a restaurant where they invite top chefs in to do uh, to cook, and you have these workstations around the room with um, with the chefs cooking, and they have um, what seems to your eye as courts a, cor- a huge quartz crystal hanging from the ceiling with big Mm ropes, But it's in fact that sensitive, delicious Himalayan salt. And um, they have walls just layered with wines. So we wanted to do tastings there with sommelier from the old world, France and Italy, and the new world, um, America. And I would bring in my uh, talents there for knowing the best South African wines. And just have a mixture of the sommeliers have um, competitions and tastings, and and see, you know, which country likes which style of wine, and it would just be a great interaction with um, tastes and flavors and experimentation.
3: Mm-hmm. I think I think what we're going to try to do, Juliet, is kidnap you and bring you up here to uh, to California. I think that we're going to try to do a dinner out here. So I would really love, love to have that, you out here love to that. do that. That would be amazing. And I'm I sure there are quite that. a few people out here in the wine industry that you probably already know. And um and you can meet new wineries and get to see all the different new wines that are that are being created. There are just creating so many different things all the time here. Um and cheese and the olive oil and the honey and just all the different kinds of breads and stuff that they're creating now. It's just amazing. We're on the cutting edge of an area where, you know, food is very important, but presentation and also quality is really important. So it's a lifestyle. And America does that. You have an open invitation, and I know Tracy and I are going to speak about that. I wanted to ask you, when you were younger – did you know that you were you always into learning about the arts and and um, lifestyle I and food? You know, was I really brilliant? was because my
0: my brothers were all clever and they went to Oxford mm-hmm. University and they were scholars. And for me, I loved art. I loved learning about art. I loved going mm-hmm. to exhibitions in Europe. And um, in fact, I designed some some pictures to depict the flavors in wine. And I think those were the first in the world that was designed in 2005. And I took each of the major grape varieties and the flavors you find in them. So, for example, you have the Syrah grape, and it's got white pepper, and it's got leather and um, smokiness and cinnamon and cumin and things. Mm -hmm. And I I designed it and put those flavors in glasses, wine glasses, and I had them printed for me in Paris. And when people see them, they say, wow, now we can understand what a Cabernet or a Chardonnay tastes like. Mm-hmm. And um, it was fun to do that. I did I, I did what I think is still the, the first shorthand, because when you listen to people talk, describing wine, they talk about the fruit and the elegance and the complexity and the length and the balance. Mm-hmm. So I drew little... Diagrams for all of those, um to be able to write my notes very quickly, and uh I just love the idea of smells and tastes and and finding out the essence of the grape variety and mm-hmm. I think you know so many people work in business and in lifestyles that are financially really rewarding. I don't know if food and wine is financially rewarding. But, as far as it, um, the the arts are concerned it 's extremely high on my list and you meet people that make these these beautiful products that have such sensitivity and they have almost a spiritual belief that, that their duty in life is to transform what 's in that grape directly into the bottle and their sensitivity and an understanding on a level that doesn't exist in the stock exchange.
3: Oh, absolutely. I agree with you on that one. I know that when there have been so many different wines that come out, um, you know, the undernotes like the blackberry or the, um, as you said, the cinnamon or the, um, just the different flowers that are even involved in some of it, I just... Can't, it's, it's 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 mind-boggling because there are so many different things. And, you know, what we've been doing is we've been pairing chocolate a lot mm. with the wines. So that really helps to bring out, I think, a lot of the different notes. And harvest time here is amazing. And I'm sure you've been around harvest time to see them actually picking the grapes and the way, the process of how they actually make a bottle of wine. It's mm-hmm. It's just mind-boggling. And all the, the smells when you go into yeah. the
0: winery, the smell, mm-hmm. Everything's sticky. And those winemakers have red-stained hands for three weeks. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's fun. It's really getting down with the with the winemaking process. I love it. Oh, we have a great So I would love that, and I would year. love to bring some of the Monaco sommelier for for an event that would like be that. fun. It's oh, that fun. would be so much Maybe fun. Maybe they have to bring. A wine each, and present it here, and um, and and have a dinner or something where they present what they think is special in in France, mm-hmm. so that everybody benefits and learns. That would be, be really fun. fun.
3: And you mentioned you mentioned the red hands. You know what they do here? Every year at harvest time, um, we get some of the top city officials or some of the people that just want to be, have fun. And we give them a white t shirt with the with a grape on the front, and then we have grape stomping contest. We have the grapes <laughs> in giant things, and they get to keep the t shirt and the t shirts obviously all stained from the wine, but it's amazing and then we have the blessing of the grapes um every year um yes. and it's just it's just a beautiful presentation um every year harvest time it's a huge, huge, huge thing here and I know that it's just it, it's a lifestyle as well as the food and, you know, fashion and then just all the different things that go into a presentation as far as what the bottle looks like, the logos. And I know that you've done marketing. You're, you're a marketer and um, do consulting. And do yes, you do I that do. in Monaco or do you do that global Well, obviously you're going to start doing that globally now. You're doing that with Tracy in um, New York and and other places. Um, what is it like for you in Monaco? Do you basically do globally stuff when you're home? You no, know,
0: I I don't I don't get involved in Monaco. I think mm-hmm. that the um, mm-hmm. the tradition of France and and Europe is so deep that you're working mm-hmm. with families that take over from their grandfather and their great grandfather. So so there's not a great deal of scope. There are one or two new wineries coming out and um mm-hmm. I am working with a master of wine in London called Richard Banfield. He mm-hmm. does a he does a tasting of rose, the rose wines. And we've decided next year that we're going to do the rose um lineup as a blind tasting for the British masters of wine and for the oh, nice. monaco familiar and we should do it with you and do with the american familiar and maybe in china so you can see each the world the different flavors and the profiles and the 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 emphasis people put on a style of wine it would be very fascinating to see what mm-hmm. else and i chose rosé because it's it's a great variety that is one of the biggest producers in France. And Provence, the French Riviera, is considered one of the very finest in, in the world. And mm-hmm. the shades of colours change and the, the aromas change. And Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolly have got a wine and um and you know there's Alexis Lachine that has got a wine. So they are really, really top producers. Chen Bleu is one that wins boards and um rosé is becoming so fashionable in in britain and it would be fun to do this tasting
3: oh absolutely i agree and you know what's really big right now in california or is the shirah um wine oh it's um, my favorite they're doing yeah oh it's unbelievable um the way that they're creating all these different wines and um the Chira is really good um as as a presentation for a lot of different people and then we have one official French um vineyard here which is Domaine Chandon which is we can actually call champagne the rest of the wine here is all sparkling wine because it's all it's grapes that just aren't the champagne grapes from France so it's amazing. Um, have you been to the Domaine Chandon? I, and, um, yes, I
0: have. I've been to them. And also they have one mm-hmm. in um, in Australia called Green Point, which I've been to. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it was fascinating yesterday because I was tasting a selection of, of Chardonnays, and I tasted the Stag's Leap and the Jackson and um, the Jordan, and I tasted the uh, Druin from Oregon and it was a specific site, Chardonnay called Arthur. And I was really fascinated to taste because the French do things in a little bit of a more subtle way, so less oaking, slightly lower alcohol, um, still getting that phenolicly ripe flavor, but less new oak, which you would find on the Stag's Leap. Um, And so to taste a lineup of Chardonnays like that and compare them, and to see, even though it's French, made in, in Oregon, it's made in a slightly different way, and that was exciting mm-hmm. for
3: me. Wow, well, yeah. Um, I know that they recently just added a champagne, um, co- champagne cocktail bar there. Now what they're doing is they're making customized champagne cocktails, which are really interesting. Um, It's a Domaine Shandong Vineyard. They have the champagne. They have a champagne bar now, which is very interesting. Like, I've seen some of the ones that they're coming up with, and they go seasonal because we have so many different things, like figs are really big, olives. uh, They do a lot of things with the local fruit. We're really into the natural resourcing and keeping it local and also you know, keeping things that are growing in the area, we, we try, like, the rosemary and the mint and all the different things. And I know when I was in France, my favorite thing there was the fruit because I have never had the best peach. The best peach in the whole world for me was when I was in Saint-Tropez. The peaches are about the size of, like, a giant, like, oh, gosh, they're huge. They're about as big as a... Um, Small cantaloupe, and they're amazing. Uh, The fruit is just grown amazingly well there. You have just amazing produce in in the south of France and also in that whole area. So you have really good food to cook with out there. We do, and you know Alain Ducasse is one of
0: the greatest chefs in the world. He has mm-hmm. the Louis Cairns in in, um, in Monaco, but he has restaurants around the world, and for his um, the anniversary of the Louis Cairns, he invited I think it was 300 chefs from around the world, all Michelin star chefs, and he had an exhibition where he had all the local producers in Provence come to exhibit their things, so it was everything from the breads to the olives to the scallops to the um to the local fish and and they oh, had the one cooking
3: unbelievable and all the mm-hmm. all the food
0: and he's so talented he has in in just outside um uh in in France he has abbe de la selle, which is a country in he calls it. But it's one of his traditional places where he can he has a a restaurant and chefs and it's terribly exciting to see what he, he does. Very pro well, uh, for us the and the presentation's the
3: amazing too, Julia. Presentation, the way that it's presented and the way it's 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 done and given to someone and placed on the table. It's absolutely gorgeous. Um, yes. Yeah. And, and the I attention think of the waiters blew me away. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It blew me away. It, it, the, the, my favorite restaurant of all time was called The Grill, and it was in the Hotel de Paggy with views over the port mm-hmm. towards Italy, down the coast. And you had these magnificent sommeliers, and you had waiters that would wait on you but surreptitiously you wouldn't even you wouldn't even know that they were there and then suddenly five of them would converge on your table and take things away and replace it and give you food and it was just such subtle elegant entertaining
3: oh totally i i was i can relate to that 100 percent because when i went to the beach Uh, I was on the beach, and it was a beautiful beach in um, Saint-Tropez. And then coming back then up the coast, and I would get a lemonade, and they would make it right there next to you with a fresh lemon squeezed in a glass, a little bit of water, and then they'd give you the sugar cubes, and and they would bring it to you, right to you as you're sitting there on the beach on a pristine white towel, you know, on these beautiful sandy beaches, and I was blown away at, at just how much the detail is is um, presented. It, there's so much detail involved in everything, and they do it so elegantly. I, um, so I wanted so much, so much, Julia. It just makes me want to. It makes me want to go back right now. Um, <laughs> we want to invite you back. I'll be um, hopping on a plane, maybe with you tomorrow or something. I'd love it. You give me,
0: give me a few days just to organize a few
3: things oh, for you yeah. to visit because I'd
0: love you to go to the top restaurants and the top beaches. Of course, this is a great time of the year because uh, yeah. it's summer and the beaches are open, the little restaurants are open, small little family-owned places. And from Monaco, you can go into France mm-hmm. or you can go into Italy. So yep. it's 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 an ideal location,
1: it's easy to it get is. to.
0: You can fly straight into Nice Airport.
3: Mm-hmm. You know what I did was I flew into Paris and then I went from Paris to the south of France and I went all along the coast and then took a car because the house I was staying at we had cars there and I drove a car to Monaco. And then I went from Monaco over the border right into Italy, as you said, because the border's right there. And right you can go right into Italy, and it's just oh, it's fantastic, unbelievable. How so you can just be in so many different places and have such a wonderful time. And it is, it's like all the movies that you see. It really is. It's a very elegant and very beautiful. Uh, Julia, you know, I wanted to ask you, how would, Someone go about um looking for Monte Carlo, the the um magazine that you are the founder of. Is that on the web? It's on the web. It's
0: they could look it up on my website. Or they could okay. look it up um if they just type in Monte Carlo, they're out of taste, I'm sure it would come up. But otherwise my website is ww dot C-U-L-L-I-N-A-N and that would get them onto the the site where I have the magazine I have the wine show and I've got um, some of the other things that I do
3: that's perfect and that way, if anyone wants to reach you as well, I'm sure that they can reach you through your website if they would like to Absolutely. get in touch with you. I'd be, I'd,
0: I'd be so thrilled. And any ideas they've got for us, because, of course, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. opportunity to share the, the beauty of the old world with the dynamic, um, interesting, novel marketing ideas of the new world is, is a great opportunity to, you know, to, to share
3: and explore things. And with the new Salon Arts Social um, Society that Tracy's creating now that we're being part of, I think that we can also, um, we're looking for people to be involved in that. So I know that it's going to be very fine-tuned, and I know that you will be bringing in a few of your uh, people that you feel would be an asset for this. So I'm really excited about working with you, and... Also uh, being able to do this interview with you and talk with you and um I know that you're in uh you're you're going to a beautiful party tonight so uh so we caught her right before she goes to her party I want to ask you what are you wearing
0: tonight Oh I have a beautiful Max Mara dress that I can't wait to wear and um, oh I know so that I'm really looking forward to this But the weather is cold So I have a little Max Mara jacket to go with it, um, which I bought in London a few weeks ago for the party. And uh, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be fun.
3: That's really fun. I can't wait for you to be able to call me and tell me what a great time you had for this party. Absolutely. And I want to thank you so much for being here today. And uh, we are thinking also, Juliet and I spoke, and we are... Again, this is a special edition on Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio. This show is pre-recorded, so if you are listening to the show, uh, you can listen to it afterwards. Again, if you'd like to download it, it will be available on iTunes and also on Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio on demand. And we're sorry, there is no, ch- there is not a chat room available. But if you would like to reach Juliet or myself, you may do so. Uh, Juliet, you're on Facebook as well. And you I am have on your website. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm on Instagram. And and, um, you
0: are. And so, yes, I am. I'm not I as active as I should thing. be, but I would.
3: No. I think you're it's, 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 I, I, I saw your beautiful things that you're posting. It's amazing. You're posting some beautiful, fun things, and it's like, just like, it's, you have to be there kind of moments. You only understand if you're there, but I, Juliet, again, and I wanted to possibly do a show maybe once a month. We're going to explore that and talk about the latest things that are happening in Monaco and in Europe, in her area, and some of the new projects that she's involved in, and, the things that are happening, and then we're going to be doing our premiere soon. When we do the dinners and we do the presentations for all the different um, society, different dinners and supper clubs. So I want to thank you so much for being here today. And um, what did we cover? Is there anything else that we would like you would like to talk about, Juliet?
0: I think that that I just wanted to thank you for this magnificent opportunity to be on our show and to thank the Americans for creating what they've created. Um, One of the very first times I came to California, I went to Mm -hmm. Robert Mondavi, and I was Mm -hmm. so impressed because he was one of the first to do the food and wine pairings. And um, in South Africa, we have a huge auction called the Niederberg Auction, and one year, he was our guest speaker, and he came out. And he was one of the first in America to really start pushing quality wines and the um, site-specific wines and the flavors of the terroir. And um, I remember that was one of the first times that I ever tasted chocolates with a Cabernet base and the Syrah based and, um, a mm-hmm. base and a Merlot base. And that I'd never seen that before. And I think that that, as you say, the Americans have this unique approach to marketing and great ideas um and we all we're all going back to the the fact that we want to taste the best local oil made from specific areas and local mm-hmm. food that is grown organically and has really good vitamins in it and um we're able to do this, and I, I I think that what you're doing is you're able to bring these interesting products to your listenership to to be able to show them all these unique people that are doing something very special and contributing to the world.
3: Oh, thank you so much! And you know, sustainable farming right now is huge here, and we're really into the natural. Way of life with food, which Europe's been way ahead of their time, especially the area that you're in. You have amazing uh, natural foods, and I think it's been done for a long time before we even got a whiff to even do it that way. And I want to thank you so much again for being here today because it just means so much because it brings so much more to the table for people to understand and. Um, when is the festival going to be your um, standard bank wine festival?
0: I have just celebrated the um, the twenty five years, which was in mm-hmm. May last year, uh, May last month, and that okay. was. So we're looking at the next one. So maybe what we could do is take a, a team of sommeliers out to South Africa for that, and that would be a great opportunity to to see and do what we're doing out there.
3: Oh, fantastic. That would be really wonderful. And when people go to your website, they can see that. And also, when the Salon salon Arts um, social page is um, cr- finally created and finalized, you'll be seeing a lot of different events that will be going on globally, and Juliet's events will be part of that, and we're really looking forward to that. So, again, I want to thank you so much for being here today, and um, I hope that you have a beautiful, wonderful, enchanting evening because I think it's really important that you enjoy your last moments in the USA before you go home. (laughs) And I'll
0: be back. And, Holly, I wanted to thank you for your your talent and your wisdom and for your technique of making everybody feel so warm and welcome and for what you're doing for America. It's so important. It's so good, and thank you. It's been a great, great privilege to be on your show.
3: Oh, absolutely! Thank you so much, and again, thank you guys for tuning in to Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio. And again, today we had Juliet Cullian, and um, founder of Monica's Top Lifestyle Magazine, and also so much more. As you can, if you've listened to this interview, it's just quite amazing. You're an amazing woman. I'll tell you that, Juliet. I can't wait to see and you. So
0: are you, Holly. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely.
3: Okay. So, everyone, have a beautiful um, week or weekend when, er, when this airs. And again, this has been pre recorded. And again, thank you so much, Juliet. And um, we will be speaking soon. I am very sure of that. <laughs> I hope so. And congratulations.
0: Thank you very much, thank Holly.
3: Thank you. You're so welcome. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye-bye.
2: You've been listening to Red Velvet Media with Holly Steffi. Thanks for listening, and tune in again next time.